0: What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Zach and Pat Show. I'm Zach. I'm Pat. This is the show about manhood, fatherhood, entrepreneurship, and the mentality it takes to be successful at those things. And I'm sure we're going to sprinkle in some helpful real estate advice every now and again. You know, life can be tough and we can lose our identities and struggle at times. This is the podcast to let you know that you are not alone. So if you're someone out there who's going through one of these things, this is the show for you. What's up,
1: dude? What's going on, man?
0: Oh, not much. Just a uh, you know, end of the week, Friday. It's been a been a busy week. I feel like I've had a lot, a yeah. lot going on. You know, a uh, couple new buyers I'm going to be working with that are coming up here soon. We're, we're kind of in, got in the works. Yeah, um, got a couple listings that are going to be coming on. Um,
1: you need those. Yeah, I'm people excited. list your houses.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've got a uh, <laughs> we got several houses. Like I was saying before, kind of in that inspection limbo yeah. right now. We're still in inspection negotiations. Yeah. I got. You know, a couple of them, I'm the representing the buyer, a couple of them, I'm representing the seller. So that's just kind of, kind of got me on the edge of my seat. You know, I'm constantly waiting for responses
1: and you know, but enjoy right, it because next? it's not going to last for that much longer, you know, <laughs> yeah. like soak it in.
0: Yeah. Soak and, it in now that I'm like having to like figure out, all right, I guess we'll repair this leaking sink for you. <laughs> you know, like, uh, it's just, man, I would always suggest for anybody out there, if you're looking to, if you're going through your negotiations like when you're going to buy or sell a house man, the easiest way, especially if you're the buyer represent or like request financial compensation versus having the seller do the repairs. Right. Cause I've just seen firsthand, like sellers are always going to do this like as cheaply and as like shitty as As possible possible just to like, all right, well you told us to fix the, fix the window like, or whatever it is. And we go there and we go and look at it and we're, like for example, I had this this deal and this was back this was probably 2 months ago now, but my we were I was representing the seller. The buyer they wanted a million things fixed. Um one of them was we wanted a new furnace. We were trying to like the, the furnace was fine and working, but it was old. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "No, we want a new one. We want a new one. That's the only that's the only way we'll, we'll continue to move forward with this deal is if you replace the furnace." Just like, Okay, and then well, then we started like negotiating back and forth. Like, mm. here it's going to cost this much, and the seller, and my seller was like, Psh, I can get it done for half that price. I think I think it was like four thousand dollars, four thousand dollar credit. And I was like, that's a cheap furnace. That's yeah. like a, you know, for this size house, that's you know pretty good size, you know, pretty good price. I thought. Right. My seller was like, I could do it for twenty five hundred. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then of course, two days before closing, at the final walkthrough. it just looks like, I mean, I could go in there and tell, I mean, like, and tell you like there, this isn't right. Like there's so many things that were wrong. You know, of course the buyer had their people out, ended up costing my, my seller an extra like two grand or something to, to get it. Uh, I think she ended up crediting her two grand. So she ended up paying more than if she would have done it in the first place. Like just done the credit, just so much easier to, to solve things. Monetarily.
1: Money solves problems. Yeah, dude. It's just. (laughs) Just throw money at it. It's just
0: so much. It's just such a much easier way for things to be done just because you know that if you're the buyer and you're asking them to repair, they're just going to do it as as cheaply as possible. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Plus you get uh, the
1: credit and saving you on what you're having to come in with a closing, keeping that in your pocket. And and yeah, I mean, it's in my end, I would always, you know. Take the money, hundred percent. Take the money. and Take run, the money, as you whoever know? said, and that's yeah, all. exactly. <laughs> unless unless you're already unless you're already maxed out at that point, but there's ways that you can use use yeah, those that's funds.
0: True. I mean, you could always reduce the purchase price, right? You can always, I mean, seller credits are always a great that's, option, but
1: yeah, the ones that are like, oh well, we want to reduce the sales price. I'm like, I know that doesn't really. It's it not helps dollar. You. It doesn't help you today. It no, helps you. It's not dollar per dollar savings. You know, like it's a you're coming in with a percentage of what it is that you're saving. So. Right. Unless it's a significant reduction in price, which would never happen, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, take the credit, credit all day. Mm-hmm. So, well, good. I, we need listings, and and you know, it, it's. I'm excited though. It's it seems like it's starting to pick up. It is, man. Like I've got
0: I've got several that are kind of like in the you know, on the horizon that I'm I'm excited about. A couple of them are big boys. That's two awesome. Them, two of them are, are two really. Really big listings that I'm—I'd be very, very excited. There would be the one. I mean, both of them would top my biggest list prices ever. That's yeah. awesome. So I mean, the one would top my current, my current biggest, and the one, the one that's off in the distance, even more than that would top that one. Yeah, break that seven-figure. Very cool seven-figure price point, which I never, never listed a million-dollar house yet. So that would be that would be my first one. This will be my first one of these. If these people end up deciding to sell, they're kind of on the fence right now.
1: You're going to be but, the uh, new host of Million Dollar Listing St. Louis. Yeah, yeah whenever <laughs> Selling Sunset comes to St. Louis. <laughs> selling Sunset Hills. Yeah, Selling
0: Sunset Hills. We, Me and Murph actually talked about doing a, like, like a- Parody? Well, honestly, dude, we should do that.
1: <laughs> we could
0: totally do, like, a parody, like, video no. or like, you know, and do, like, Selling Sunset Hills, but make it, like, kind of Hoosier, you know? <laughs> like, you know? Like, even though Sunset Hills isn't, like- no. Isn't like a you know, like a I mean do like just
1: a Go to Oakville. Yeah, go or to Oakville south or, or <laughs> South County or like <laughs> Jefferson County and like yeah. go hit,
0: go hang out in Arnold, yeah. you know, or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I love Arnold, I'm not talking shit, but know. it would just be it would be funny to do like a
1: take him down to Flam City down there. <laughs> <of them. laughs> take him to Kimswick. Kim's like even better. (laughs) That'd be hilarious. Get yourself some apple butter or what do they call it? The level, the
0: the mile high apple apple pie. pie.
1: (laughs) That shit's good though. Oh dude, it's amazing. It's
0: like this tall. (laughs) It's like a foot tall. It is. It's fucking awesome. But I think it would be such a funny, uh, we were talking about doing like a parody episode, like for like one of our funny videos. I think we, I mean, I think it'd be a good idea. That'd be a blast. It'd be so fun. We just got to come up with some good ideas. So, yeah. Hey, if you're out there and you think of any funny ideas for a, for a spoof on selling sunset for our, you know, Here us, us hick ass Missouri people, you know, <laughs> or, or us, us Oakville Hoosiers, let us yeah, know. Show up in my big lifted truck. <laughs> <laughs> The monster yeah. can in a, in a dip circle yeah. in my back
1: pocket. There you go, yeah, yeah. I whip out the old old cowboy boots that I bought with the signing bonus. Yeah, Got A bottle, bottle of ranch in the back pocket. Yeah.
0: A bottle of ranch. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh yeah. man, so. I'm-
1: I mean, we've, we've come up with some pretty good ideas for that stuff. Though, yeah, we so. needed it.
0: So obviously, we were going to do a, as we were talking, we were going to do a Valentine's Day one, but I think we kind of missed the boat on that. Yeah. Considering so you're, you're going out of town this weekend. Yeah, we got that.
1: Disney World coming up with the kids. Yeah, excited dude, are you excited? That. Yes and no. Um, You know, being the business that we're in, you know, I've got a great support team behind me that I know will handle everything. But at the same time, it's like,
0: there's that saying in our industry, bro. Yeah. If you want to get busy, go out of town. Exactly. And that's been fucking true every single yes.
1: time for me. So, so I'm hoping that's the case. Um, and I know my team's equipped to ha- handle it. So that's great. I just, you know, the coming back to all, what I missed is, is all playing catch up is always. Dude,
0: that's first couple uh, days. Yeah. Get it's back, rough. It's like a fucking, and then storm
1: right and then trying to squeeze everything in before leaving <clears throat> to so everything's ready to rock and roll at the time that it needs to be um you know th- that's always a pain but you got to do it it mm-hmm. has to get done so you sacrifice long hours long days up into it and then you get the, I guess you can call it relaxing at Disney World, running around chasing know, a four man. and that five year old. That doesn't seem
0: like my. <laughs> that's the <laughs> farthest thing from relaxing. Yeah. Fucking standing in lines. Yeah. And, you well, know.
1: luck, I'm hoping because we're going now, at beating like spring yeah. break. I feel like it's not. And it's, it's not like not the prime as time. Cra- Yeah. Hopefully it's, it's really not, not as crazy. Not, um, so and like and,
0: six weeks from now when it's like spring break time you know, like mid March, I feel like it would be wild. And then like all through the summer, you're fucked.
1: Right. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, I'm going with my parents, my ex-wife, her boyfriend, the kids. So, uh, ex-wife and her boyfriend are doing 75 hard. I just started doing, started the training and, mm-hmm. and, um, on an eight week challenge for with my, or with my coach for nutrition and all that. So it's like, I think that's going to be the hardest part for, not just for me, but for those two as well, oh, yeah. trying to get those workouts Getting in two or at least you'll have so, people there to like hold right. you accountable. Exactly. You know? like, exactly. So, I mean, whatever they're doing is worse than what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm going to probably go hit up uh CrossFit magic kingdom. I think really? that's what it's called. Oh, Yeah. Cool. I think I'm going to go try that out. Sweet. See, see, see what that, it's like. See what it's like. That's cool, dude. It's like, cool, and, dude. Yeah.
0: like, I've gone to one or two CrossFit gyms other than achieve. And it's just cool to like, it always makes me like, I mean, and and it's the same thing for jujitsu, but like anytime I've traveled and gone somewhere else, I feel like I'm always like, makes me realize what I got at home. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure it's probably sick down yeah, there, down like, there with
1: Donald Duck yeah. and Mickey doing CrossFit. <laughs> doing CrossFit. <laughs> Burpee. Yeah, I feel like doing burpees. <laughs> and, uh...
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean, but it just always makes me super thankful of what I got at home. Like, yeah. any of the, like, actually, it's funny, we were actually talking about that this morning at jiu-jitsu. And, like, so one thing at my jiu-jitsu school that I go to is that's really cool compared to a lot of other places. A lot of other places make you do these, like, really silly warm-ups mm-hmm. where you're, like, running around the mat and, like, do cartwheels, forward rolls. Like, it's like a warm-up. But, like, and what I really like about my they don't do any of that. We just get right to doing jujitsu. Yeah. And it's like, we, you know, cause my, my coach's philosophy is like, all right, if you want to warm up, get there early. Like, you know, you got an hour with me. I want to, I want you to, I want to make the te- most of it. Yeah. I want to, if you got an hour to do jujitsu, I want right. you cause it's like us running around the mat. That's not jujitsu. No. You know, like I want us to actually spend the time, you know, drilling or doing whatever, or, you know, yeah. actually doing jujitsu. And I love that philosophy. Cause anytime, like I just went to somewhere when I was in Florida this past summer, like like 15 20 minutes of the hour class, like just you know, doing push ups and like you know, like doing jumping jacks and stupid fucking shit. And we're just like, Yeah, like, let's just get get let's, to going. What are we working on, doing? right? Like, are we, you know, like, I just want to drill, you know, I want to actually. We've got an hour, it's an hour long class, so I, I want to spend it actually doing what I came here to do.
1: Yeah, and I, I that's kind of like how I am with my baseball practices. It's we have an hour and a half on Saturdays and an hour on Mondays, like, get there, be ready. So we, we can make the most of that time.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, in like CrossFit, we do a warm-up too, but I feel like that's different because it's, it's yeah. always like a warm-up specific to what we're working on that right. day. Like if it's like a heavy shoulder day or something, we're doing like shoulder stretches to like warm-up and we're doing, you know, I feel like you, you need to break that sweat before you like oh, blast absolutely. into one of these like
1: workouts, because otherwise you're just going to get hurt. Well, I mean, that's just like, I mean, that that's different. That's like you're, I mean, the warm-ups that you do is, is, a little mini workout for sure. Itself, just 100%, to get yeah, hundred percent. So
0: especially like brand new people I see come in, they're like you know like huffing and puffing, oh, yeah. and we're like, Whoa, we're just getting started. Oh, yeah. You know, Shit, like the, today
1: <laughs> we we uh, oh
0: yeah, the workouts you did today, was... I I definitely cherry picked that one. I was like, mm, <laughs> do I want to do that or do I want to go to jujitsu? Because like. That one looks pretty fucking shitty. Yeah. Well, like
1: we had to sit there, and it doesn't sound like much, but you're holding a ten for like the warm up. You're holding a ten pound plate in a squat position for thirty seconds. Like, Mm, yeah, my shoulders were like, "Hey, Pat. Hey, Pat. Hey, (laughs) hey, buddy. Oh, that's you guys are still there. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Hey. Forgot about you, muscles, for a second. He's hurt. (laughs) So, but yeah, no. I mean, yeah. Your first full week there. How's it been? Awesome. Loved it. Yeah. It's great workouts. I love like the actual strength side of it, like actually lifting the mm-hmm. weights. Um, you know, it, it's a good mix of strength training as well as cardio, high intensity stuff. And, you know, today was more like a cardio cardio. Yeah. yeah. Fucking lots of it. Yeah. 24 minutes straight. of, of it. <laughs> 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 Uh, But no, it was great. And, and like when I got in, I was looking at the workout when I registered or like signed up to take the class. I was like, fuck, this is going to suck. But and when I'm like, you're done with it, well, you're I'm like, like man, I... dude, when I got done with it, I'm like, dude, I can do anything today. 100%. I'm going like, like to. Nothing I can do, there's... nothing now is yeah. going gonna, gonna to be harder than that. Actually. Right. Yeah. It was tough. 24 man. minutes of yeah. burpees
0: and calories on the rower uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: <sighs> yeah. and sit ups. Yeah. The worst part was the sit ups after you do a minute straight a row, a minute straight of burpees. Yeah. You know, you get down and start doing sit ups. You're like, oh, this is going to be easy you start moving and like, oh shit! I am already out of breath. Oh shoot! I'm cramping in my stomach. <laughs> like,
0: oh shit! So well, and here's the thing: whenever I see burpees on a workout, I've I've kind of made this a statement at my gym that that's like kind of my thing that I'm really good at. Yeah. And so like now I I have to like I can't fucking slack if, I'm, <laughs> if burpees come up like everybody's gonna call me out. Yeah. It's like, I mean, when I was getting ready for that competition, um, back in September, I was in arguably the best shape I think I'd ever been in. Because I was doing this programming um, from this black belt, he's a black jitsu black belt, college wrestler. He's like guy made it pretty far in the CrossFit mm-hmm. Games, and he's also a cop. Like okay. he's a they they yeah. they literally like they call him cap His nickname at Jiu is Captain America because he, okay. he looks like the dude who plays Captain America. Okay, he's and, he's and he's like just... two twenty with abs, like six yeah. like he, he's a fucking monster. <laughs> and anyway, he programmed this brutal like workout that I followed for like I think it was like six or eight weeks. Or no, like 7 or 8 weeks and uh you know every week it was it, it went up by a burpee every week and one of them was a, it was a 16 minute emom uh max calorie burpee rest so eight rounds max oh, wow. calorie bur- or ma- max burpee or he always gave me a certain amount of burpees to do started out at 16 and through the 8 weeks we made it all the way up to tw- no wait Started like eighteen or nineteen, but anyway, I remember we ended up at twenty six burpees a minute. Oh shit! And I was I was able to hold that pace for eight minutes. Yeah, I think the RX today was thirteen. Yeah, I'm I'm, but like I do burpees really fast, mm-hmm. and I'm, it's the one thing I'm decent at. But I thought it's not like a fun thing to be good at.
1: No, that's as, as, <laughs> right. Well, and as a taller, longer, bigger guy, right? You moving, gotta get a lot to yeah, get up and move, down. Move, where moving, I'm, yeah,
0: I'm a like. I mean, I, with jujitsu, I spend so much time like going, going up and down, right. like, getting off the floor. Yeah. So like, that's like something I've gotten really fast at. Yeah. And it's just, but it sucks. Cause like today they would have like expected me to do like, Oh, come on, you're doing 19 today. You know, like like, the rower, I suck at the rower. I'm not
1: good. At See that. that I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Really? You've got the length yeah. and all that. It's, it's a lot easier to generate power and, and strength and, and burn calories being bigger, or taller, yeah. So for sure, like because you have so
0: much power. Like, the, yeah. I think I think I've heard once that like the calories that are going up are like the power. I'm sorry, are the the, the, the calories are like the power, and then like the faster you do it, you're going to do more meters, right? I guess so. so like depends on what your what the what the goal is for the workout. Because some yeah. of the workouts are like you know get to 200 meters, like right. we did on Saturday, yeah. Like row 200 meters, and then like today it was max calories. So it's just like kind of a little differently. I mean, even though it's like. A hard thing to like gauge I'm just right. going as hard I'm just going hard yeah. you know <laughs> like I just got a on and off switch that don't uh-huh. exactly have a dial sometimes right. just you know go yeah and uh yeah oh. it's fun it's uh I'm glad you're there and uh, I think it's it's just just another thing we can kind of do together and yeah
1: and uh, it'll be it'll be fun trying to mix that in while yeah. being out of town and for sure getting to see when, other... when do you leave Sunday or Saturday? Sunday so Sunday. are you going tomorrow uh no I've got the boys tomorrow okay. all right yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Well, debating if i'm gonna go or not yeah so no i've got
1: did. the i've got the boys so i can't i won't be able to make it tomorrow and i'm not bringing them to the gym yeah, they no, would be would they guess. would try and do the stuff with us right. and being everybody's well, she's got a uh, I don't know if you saw it. seven or eight year is that old, what it i is? think is what it yeah, is no, she's got like
0: a kids thing yeah you know? You know, one day a couple of years that'd so be cool like yeah. i definitely would love to get calvin into that yeah you know, i definitely that's something i'm looking forward to as a as a dad like really getting I mean, I hope he likes the same kind of stuff I like, but right. I mean, if I, I mean, I just have a feeling he will, he already, likes right. you just bring
1: him, bring him around, bring him right? around you, it. Know, you know, well, shoot an atomic habits. What was that thing about the chess family? Yeah, the, you know, exactly. If, if you're surrounding them by it and they're seeing that you're enjoying it, I mean, yeah, it's going to be in them. And I, mean, I had
0: him, I had him on a mat, you know, one for, so every. This was every, every Saturday, me and a bunch of my buddies, we all go and train together at one of my friends in town from the gym owns a roofing company. Okay. And just, I think it was, it was kind of toward the end of, end of COVID. His son's like a, uh, a, really good high school wrestler. Now he coach helps or I think he's, I think he just graduated high school this past year. So now he's, he's like, would be a freshman in college. And, uh, but he, he coaches high school wrestling now. He's a really good wrestler in high school. And, uh, he got a bunch of mats and so he like matted out this whole oh, really? corner of his warehouse. That's awesome. And so like me and, and we all, you know, we've all got the, the code to the coded in. We can all just kind of basically go like, andy has got like an assault bike in there. He's got all, he's got like weights. He's like, he's going to turn it into like a gym.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but anyway, we, we go there every like Saturday morning and we've been doing this since 2020. Okay. And, uh, well, we were training at one of our buddy's houses and then eventually moved to Larry's, um, Larry's warehouse, but we go there pretty much every Saturday
1: and, uh, That'd be a sweet name for the gym, Larry's Warehouse. Larry's Warehouse.
0: <laughs> well, it, the name of his company's Happy Roofing. So if okay. you're looking for a stellar roofing company in St. Louis, Shout Happy out. Roofing is the fucking shit. They're Shout awesome. Shout out Larry. Shout out to Larry. He's my boy. Literally, he's actually going to look at a house for me right now. Nice. Dude, that motherfucker. He uh, hmm. <laughs> did. He trained for two years with a torn labrum and a torn bicep. No shit. Just, just got surgery like three or four weeks ago. I was just asking him. He's like, dude, I'm start, starting to feel a lot better. Like my movement, like my, mo- or my range Mobility. of motion, my mobility's like starting to get a lot better. And yeah, dude, he, well, cause I mean, dude, as long as I can remember, he's, or, I mean, it's been at least two years. He's been complaining. He's not complaining. He just, when, you know, he, this is like Larry, when you're rolling with him <sighs> yeah. and then he'll just like,
1: that's a whole nother degree then, like, of mental toughness.
0: Bro. He trained for two, well, his. Yeah doctor said I think he told me his doctor said that he probably tore the labrum first mm-hmm. and then compensating. compensating tore the bicep but dude he trained jiu-jitsu probably four or five days a week with us That's for awesome. like two years with a fucking torn everything in his arm like yeah. dude he's a he's a, a badass he's what? a and he's just like one of the fucking nicest dudes I've ever met yeah and uh, like dude dude give you a shirt off his back he's a fucking great guy That's awesome. I'd love to get him on here eventually and uh but uh anyway where was I going with that oh you're. We were- Talking about us training, training. on Saturdays.
1: With Calvin. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, what, I used to bring him, but when Calvin was still in the in the, uh, in the seat, yeah, yeah. or in the, the car seat, you know, and pretty much just sleeping the whole time, but I would, like, bring him and, like, set him on the corner of the mat, and, you know, he would just lay there yeah. and watch us train for an hour, and then, you know, and he would just lay there because he would lay there and sleep, but mm-hmm. now he's at the age where...
1: He's just mobile. He's mobile now. Yeah,
0: he's mobile. He's running around. He'd be... You know, in the fucking <laughs> roofing nails or something. You right? know, it's because it's a roofing <laughs> warehouse, so there's like shit everywhere. You know, except for like right. the the little jujitsu area. But dude, he's got a big big spot in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can he he's like expanded it, and we can get like five groups in there. Comfortably, That's awesome, which is sweet. That's so. pretty cool.
1: It's
0: been a lot of fun. It's been, I and mean, it's cool because we've been we've been training together since the beginning of 2020. Like when when everything shut down and all the gym shut down, we were like group chat of us. We're like, "So do- we training or yeah. what, guys?" And like. I had mats in my garage. Uh, my friend Nate, he had mats in his basement. And so we'd like go between Nate's house and my basement. And then eventually Larry got the the place at his gym or at his warehouse. And then, then we all just started going there. And uh, but yeah, we've been doing that since 2020. You know, we're doing three or four days a week all through the pandemic and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but honestly, I always say that that's like a time where I for sure like leveled up significantly because... I was still a white belt at the time, but I was training with all these guys that were like, like high level blue belts and purple belts. And it's only gonna day, make you better. And I just got my fucking ass kicked yeah. for four months straight basically. Yeah. But then when I showed back up to the gym and rolled with the other white belts, I, was like, I felt like a fucking demon you know? <laughs> and uh, it was, it was awesome. But you know, that was definitely an area like a time where I just like leveled up significantly because yeah. I was like, I'm, getting beat up this whole time like every once in a while I'll do something good on one of these guys and it'll right. like fucking make my day you know? right
1: well I mean the same for like for me on the baseball side off season training we we a bunch of us would go out to out to Earth City where Rams Park was and, mm-hmm. and be out there and you know big league guys were there all the stuff and and not so much like it's, watching the way they approached their training and how they went about it as you know as a True professional at the highest level that you could possibly be at. You're mm-hmm. only going to get better being around surrounding yourself with those people. Oh, so yeah, it was awesome. Like just the guys that they had there. I mean, some of them like, uh, you know, they would get there working and then they'd have fun like chasing those aerobie frisbees around. Yeah. That's how they would get their conditioning in. And <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's we had a whole fucking indoor football field to ourselves.
0: It's just crazy how if you surround yourself with you know the people that are successful like that, how it rubs off on you. Like that's oh, one sure. thing. At 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 Watson's that we do the the jujitsu gym like right now we're we got this tournament and you know got next weekend and you know we've we've like got like been getting ready as a team and like the big difference between training there and anywhere else I've ever trained is like they like he like he, Kyle's very good at like de- like we're developing a game plan mm-hmm. like you're making your game plan you need to like all right from the feet what are, what is your take you know what is your A B takedown all right all right well like what is the, your best takedown like all right well if I hit that one. And what next to you? All right, right. So you got the guy on the back on his back. Like, what are you doing now? Like mm-hmm. you're, you're, what's your, what, what does this takedown lead you into a good, good guard pass? All right. Well, if I pass his guard, all right, well, he's either going to do this. He's going to turn away or he's going to turn into me. All right. Well now I guess I, I, if he turns into me, my options, this, if he turns away, I'm taking his back, you know, like he would like develop this game plan around. And, and it's just like, his help me like mentally, like just, I've up up my game so much. Yeah. And uh it's just not a way I'd ever thought about it before. Mm-hmm. And uh it's just really, really cool to be a part of and
1: I it just because yeah, he's a he what belt is he? Black belt. Yeah, yeah so he's a not, third degree jiu- right, jiu- so black belt. Yeah. He's teaching you how he goes about his training and you're yeah. just yeah, that's I mean, awesome. He's,
0: dude, it's there's so many like I mean, dude, there's three world champions, four world champions in Saint Louis that I tra- that are like that really? that I train with and stuff that's like that's awesome. Nick uh, Nick Sanders, Amanda, Matt Green, the guy who I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I don't know, if, I don't know if Kyle's ever won the world. I mean, Kyle's won a lot of high level tournaments. I mean, I mean, there's just so many great people that are like that I train with regularly that remind me how fucking not good I am at this. Well, and I would, I would, <laughs> I would think
1: that would be a great thing for you going in, into a competition to just roll with them. Oh, a hundred percent. Like and, I, I know. roll
0: with my uh, my coach Trevor. Actually, I was just talking to him today. I want to get him on. He's a nutrition coach and. Okay. Uh, Really, really cool guy, but uh, he's uh, he's a good friend of mine, and I, I've trained with him a lot because we're, like, we always say we're pretty, I mean, we're, like, basically the same. Like, we have very similar builds, and uh, except for he just throws me around like I'm a fucking sack of potatoes. Like, that dude is just so strong, and he's so technical and so good at what he does. And there's just, I mean, I never even get an inch on him. Like, he really? just, I mean, there's I've never done anything good to him. Like, it's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just a hundred percent defense pretty much the whole time we roll, but I train with him all the time. And like training with him has definitely made me way better because mm. like, I'll try, like, especially when I was getting ready for that, that, uh, match a while back that I was telling you about, uh, I got trained with him like two or three days a week pretty much. And him and I would pretty much just drill for like the thir- first, like 30, 40 minutes of our open mat and on Mondays and Wednesdays. And they just, you know, it made me a lot better oh, absolutely. with guys like in my rank and stuff. And I'm like, Oh fuck. I'm used to Trevor beating my ass. Yeah. Like this is nothing, you know, right. Just kind of what you get used to.
1: Right. And if some, by some chance, you know, someone at your level gets you into a, a where you have to play defense. Yeah. I'm like, I'm used to getting out from him yeah. you know, or attempting exactly. to get out from him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and it's just probably going to be much easier and get out of it. Like n- no problem. Right. So, yeah, I'm but.
0: excited. Um, you know, like I said, I'm competing next weekend and, We'll see how it goes. I'm excited for you, man. I'm ready. Awesome. So, So uh, we got these uh, Benjamin Franklin's uh, 13 virtues, 13 yeah. life virtues. So uh, we thought this would be kind of an interesting thing for us to go through here. Um, first one
1: is temperance. Temperance. Eat-, Eat not to dullness, drink not to elevation. So this day we all know that overindulging in food or drink is not a good idea. So the first virtue is critical because it makes the other virtues possible allows the body and the mind to function at optimal levels and lack of it would make it impossible to uphold the rest. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, taking, taking your, your health seriously. I mean, you you know, and, and as someone who has recently taken that step and, 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 you know, really tracking what I'm eating, Drinking, putting in my body, like the amount of energy. How's that making you feel, dude? The amount of energy I have now. Granted, we've increased what the amount of intake, so so like I get like I'm just like still getting used to eating as much as I'm having to eat. Mm-hmm. And the hardest part is like being like I'm full. Like the other other night, um was like I was pacing myself and like had my meals all planned out heading into i uh, thinking I had an early hockey game on Wednesday. It turned out we had the late game. So I had to change my plan around at night and I was going to save my last meal for after hockey. Um, But instead I ate it before because it wound up being the later game. And then I'm like, shit. All right. I got hungry now. Well, no, No. I I was like, I'm saving my snack for afterwards. But then I went back and I'm like, all right. So it was like a it was cottage cheese mixed with with two things of uh, two cups of yogurt plus granola and two scoops of protein powder. I mean, that thing was that bowl yeah, was a huge. Bowl. I'm, I'm sitting there just like, oh, I hate my life. Yeah. Like just <laughs> throwing it down, right. getting that protein. Yeah. In. But you know, then, you know, it, it. but it's what's needed to keep your body in a, in a fat burning state. And, you know, but no, I feel way more energized, way more alert and awake. Um, and, and it's been great. And so, you know, leading into this is just, or going into and relating it to this. I mean, it's the same thing. It's just, you know, you need to take care of yourself so you can be the best version of yourself elsewhere. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, dude, I couldn't agree more. This is uh yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you said, it, said it. So uh, that was the first one. The next one is silence. Mm-hmm. Speak, but speak, not, but what may, may benefit, be benefit others. others
1: avoiding trifling conversation. Mm-hmm. So no gossiping. Yeah. No, yeah. You know, it's not that I don't have a problem gossiping, but I, I like to talk i mean yeah, here we sure. are here like, we are we're literally talking, <laughs> talking. Yeah, yeah it's kind of so, the entertainment factor here but. Ex- exactly so you know but it's almost like what's what's the saying you know it's better to be silent and imp- and have people assume you're dumb instead of opening your mouth and removing all doubt yeah type thing and like uh, you got
0: the two two ears and one mouth for a reason yeah kind of thing. exactly and so
1: you know, it, it's Franklin was a great orator, and he loved to speak and get his ideas out. Soon he understood that he wasn't learning anything from those around him by continuing doing so. So he added the virtue of silence so that he could practice listening. You know, there's that's the thing is like you listen to understand, not listen to respond. So Mm -hmm. that was one of those, like that was the thing that I, one of the biggest things I had to learn, um, especially like through the divorce and all that. So like, You know, you have different aspects, you know, different reasons for why you're doing going through a divorce and 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 people go in different directions and different paths and having to understand that. Not just like listening to my ex-wife and her listening to me and being able to have those conversations where we weren't interrupting each other, but understanding why we were at a point where we were at and then being able to maturely have a conversation to move on from it. And we weren't listening. Like, I wasn't sitting there listening to just come back and beat her up about her decision. And she wasn't, you know, she was listening to understand and not just to respond to beat me up about where I was at. So, and I think that's important for any relationship, you know. Oh, dude, get, I, I definitely agree. So.
0: I uh, I recently, and I think Gina's gotten frustrated with me a couple times recently, but honey, I just want to understand and make sure I. Yeah. she, she'll, she'll like tell me something. And I've, I've had this bad habit of, in the past of just like, uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. And like, didn't really register everything that she said. Right, And then <laughs> there's a couple times now where I've, I've done that. And then I caught myself. Wait, wait, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. wait tell me it again. You know, like yeah. she's like, oh, and then she'll like say it. Like I am stupid. I'm like, honey, <laughs> I'm just, just want you to just tell it to me. And right. I will understand you. Like, I just want to make sure that I, fully understand what's going on right because i have this bad habit of like zoning something out. or like she says it to me well, like while well, i'm reading an email or like something like that and then and then i'll just be like yeah uh-huh yeah calvin's getting picked up at three you know yeah i have right. to pick him up at three yep yep and then or whatever it is and and then she'll say something i'm like yeah, yeah and then <laughs> wait 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 can you what do i need to do again you know and then like she gets really upset but i'm like man i just need to make sure i Maybe I just need to understand better the first time, but then because she's well, getting it's just, frustrated, it, but like, I think I'm it's, acknowledging that like, hey, I fucked up. Right. I didn't know what you actually meant.
1: Like. Right. But that yeah, it just goes back to like kind of giving full concentration to what's being said to you at the time. I mean, our job is constantly pulling us in different directions. It's very easy. Dude, that whack-a-mole for, yeah, analogy it, it, is like yeah, fucking it's my It's very life. easy to get pulled in different directions, <laughs> um, but it's like in those moments to be present to that, to whoever it is that's talking to you to give them one, the respect and all that. And, but you know, at the same time, the person you're talking to, Hey, listen, I'm sorry. I have so much going on right now. I zoned out. Can you, can you repeat that for me? So yeah. Yeah. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number three, order, let all your things have their places. Let each part of your business have its time. So
1: being organized organized yeah that's Mm -hmm.
0: definitely something i could do a lot better on yeah i mean that's
1: my biggest thing with that i learned was organizing my schedule kind of what we were just talking about um you know it's very easy to have the whack-a-mole scenario and i think we've talked about this on previous podcasts uh episodes but sticking sticking to your schedule like hey you know what this is something that needs immediate attention versus something that this needs later attention And so you can be present and focused, and be organized, and have that organization in your in your schedule, but not just that, but in your life as a whole, because you know it's going to help you move forward and and ultimately be better at what it is that you're doing in life.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's definitely areas areas of my life I'm much more organized than others, like my work and like my work schedule. I've gotten pretty good at keeping that organized, but then there's other things that I definitely let slide or could be much better on like I'm sure if you go in my closet right now it's a fucking mess. Right. Um one area I would say I'm pretty good about keeping clean is or like you know keeping organized is my truck. I really like that's the one area, like, I'll let a little couple things slide for a day or two, but then it, it never lasts more than that before I'm, like, clearing stuff out right? And, like, getting it kind of looking fresh and clean again. Yeah,
1: because as soon as you start letting one thing go, it's going to bleed into other 100%. things, and you that's what you don't want.
0: Dude, and, and there's something weird, like, it's like a mental clarity thing almost, dude. Right. Like, I spent, you know, this, like I said, this past weekend, or I, I we had a bunch of work done over here, and these guys are working at my house and I just like for one weekend I didn't have a ton of shit going on so I was like my garage I'm sure you've probably seen it was a fucking mess mm-hmm. and I spent like several hours just like literally clearing everything out of there and like got it like all organized and looking good and like afterwards I felt so like <sighs> relaxed and you know is. like oh my god yeah. like I open up the garage when I get home now and I'm like oh look at this it's like everything's all lined mm-hmm. up and everything has its place now and just like made me feel at ease and it was like, ah, you know, it felt good. And I was like, all right, well, I think I need a little bit more of that in my life for sure. And, uh, and kind of get, get on a roll when you're doing that shit too. At least I do. I'm like, what do I need to fucking clean next? (laughs) (laughs) I'm on a fucking roll, baby. As (laughs) we head
1: into spring cleaning time. oh man,
0: Never been the the best proponent of that. I need to definitely be better.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, So, all
0: right, next one, uh, resolution. Resolve to perform what you ought perform without fail. What do you
1: resolve in simple terms? God, dude. <laughs> this means to act upon what you set your mind to talk is cheap. Action leads to achievements. I mean, a lot of this ties into what we were talking about in our book club, you know, with, yeah. ha- with habits, For like, sure. you know, the chapter where it's saying, just do, yeah. it, just, just, you know, can
0: show up, yeah. and just do it. I think, I think I reposted, I reposted that reel actually this morning. Yeah. um, About, how yeah, it was just like, man, everybody sucks when they first start. Mm-hmm. Just get out there, start moving, take those steps in the right direction. If you want to be a blank, what's that first step? Reverse engineer it. Try to figure out like what you need to do to get started, and just start making the moves, man. Yeah, as simple as it is, is I mean, obviously I'm making it sound simple, but like you just need to get out there and start make taking the steps to be that person that you want to be.
1: Right. Like you can make a plan, but just don't let it stay a plan. Put action right. to
0: it. Put action to it. Yeah. Just like show up. If you want to play baseball, you want to start jujitsu, you want to get in the gym, like you want to yeah. You know, invest in real estate, you want to do all these things. Like, all right, well, what's the first step?
1: Right? I mean, you know? I, yeah, again, I hate to keep talking about it, but going back to the working out and the training and then the eating, like yeah. I just jumped at it. Just yeah, started just doing it. After it. Yeah. You know, like here you are. I'm not great at, at like, it. I'm not going to be great bro. at it, but eventually I will be. Yeah, for sure. And
0: um, dude, here's the thing about that shit. It's like, dude, in three months from now, like you're going to be a complete. You're going to be in completely different like right. shape physically than you are. Like right. Like right. You're going to be doing all these workouts. You're going to get used to all these movements. Like, because there's so many like weird, goofy movements in CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like you just get do all these like, box jumps and like all these like things that you probably haven't done in a long time. Right. It's like you just kind of. Eventually, you're like, all right, you just kind of becomes the norm, and you get right. used to it. And uh, obviously, there's shit that sucks a lot more than others. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I've I've noticed that, especially since you're you know you're doing really good on your diet too. That's going to help significantly because man, there's days where I fucking eat really well and I feel like a fucking animal, in the right? Gym. And then there's like I could tell like if I ate, if I fucked off the night before, right. Like like last night. You know, I I did that carnivore diet for like the whole month of January, and so I'm still kind of like fucking, and I need to stop like riding that. Like, oh, I just dieted for a month straight and was really strict. Now I'm just gonna fuck off for a couple. You know, right? And like last night we went out. Gina wanted some. You know, she went, ah, I just don't want to eat what we have in the house. She's like, we pick something up, and I'm like, okay. Like, how's pad Thai sound? I'm like, fuck yeah, <laughs> baby. I'm like hell yeah. And place so I, is amazing. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> So I picked that up on my way home from the gym last night, and housed you know all that, and then today in the gym I felt a little like, you just feel I felt a little sluggish, you know, versus right. like if I would have eaten something much cleaner, you know, I think I would have felt better. But
1: but it kind of ties into that order virtue, you know, yeah. you know, keeping order in your diet. Yeah, you know, you're you're allowed to slip every once in a while, but as as long as it just doesn't continue to slip and slip and slip and slip, yeah. you know. Good. All
0: right, next one, uh, frugality. Make no expense but to do good to others or yourself, i.e. waste nothing. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely be better about, you know, and actually this is something I need to do, I've been meaning to do, like, the last, like, like week or two, and I was gonna do it yesterday, and then I got sidetracked and didn't do it, but I wanted to, like, Just relook at, like, my budget and, Mm -hmm. like, take a look at my expenses in my in the business for, like, the last two months and just, like, make sure there's no holes in the bucket. Like, is there anything I'm paying for that, like, I could just fucking get rid of? Right. Not using, because I'm sure there's probably something. There's some subscription I'm not using or some some something that I'm probably paying for that I'm not using and uh, I need to get, I need to, that's, I'm going to do that tomorrow or tonight. And uh,
1: everybody, you get that keeping up with the Joneses. 100% attitude and you start living outside your means and you start getting in trouble. I mean, that's, I mean, shit, I see it on a daily basis with people sure when it do. comes to trying, you know, buying a house, you know, people, they shit. There's some people that have higher truck car payments than they do house Bro. payments said and truck
0: payments. Cause I'm sure that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Here. Yeah. Truck
1: truck. I mean, most cars now, I mean, you know, before when I first got in the business, like you're thinking like four or 500 bucks was high for a car payment. Now that's like, the that's, norm, that's bro. cheap. You know, you're looking at, you know, 800 to a thousand dollars on car payments. And you're like, oh.
0: I was so close a couple months ago to buying a new car or new truck and car. I was looking at different shit. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing, dude? I'm like, do I need a thousand dollar truck payment? Right. Like, I don't I'm like this truck I have is fine. Like, yeah. It's great. I, and then I ended up just like, getting new wheels and tires and right. I ended up putting a couple grand into it. Just to like kind of make me refall in love with it. Right. You know, like I got new wheels and tires, got some new, like nice seat covers, mm-hmm. got the windows tinted. I was like, all right, I'm just going to kind of like turn this truck into kind of what I want. Yeah. It paid off. Like, yeah, it's not ideal for like what I do for a living. Considering I drive this like a big lifted truck and I spend <laughs> a lot of time like right. driving around town, showing houses, but it's also like kind of my office. Like I want right. to be comfortable in it. It's big. It's got like a lot of space. I, well, and the fact that I'm doing, you know, the investment properties and stuff like it that. Helps. Like, it's nice to have a truck if I need it. Right. Like, I mean, I've thought a lot of, a lot about just getting like a cheap car to like kind of scoot around town, which, I mean, I'm still considering. But I was like, man, do I want? to uh, have a payment because it's like I don't want to. I'm not going to want to drive something that's that I'm not like proud to drive. Right. You know, because I think there is something like that is to be said about pulling up in something you're proud of. Right. You know, especially oh, like when I'm, I'm pulling up to a million dollar listing or something. Like I want to feel like I feel right. confident, you know, showing up and like, not, I'm not saying I need to drive like a fucking, you know, crazy supercar or something, right. but just like something a little bit nicer would, you know, make me just feel a little bit more confident about what I do. Right. Yeah. And I don't, maybe, maybe that's an insecurity that I have. I don't know. But I was I like, mean, I just, I, was like, I, just I just don't know what, I don't know. Taking what, I, couldn't pride. Figure, I couldn't figure out what I wanted. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. I love my truck. I think it looks cool. I'm going to keep driving it.
1: Yeah. Well, so I'm in the same boat. Like my, as soon as I get my car back out of the shop, I'm going to go trade it in. I mean, I got enough yeah. equity into it. And I, I had a forerunner before and I, loved that. Dude, that thing I love that. I love that car. And so, and I, and I love my car now. It's, it's a badass car, yeah, but is. you know, How long have you had that thing. Uh, April of 21. Okay. So going on three years now. That's
0: yeah. Next yeah, time um, yeah, when, when I met you, you were driving the the four-runner.
1: Yeah. So, um, and I but I got a great deal on this car. Um, obviously, like I'm not one to go and spend a ton of money. Yeah. Um, on things or, or or fancy things like that, but like this was like my first outside my houses and like the houses that I have and have bought. Um, you know, this was like my first real like luxury purchase, and yeah, it's cool, but. After having it for a few years and the expenses that are going dude, it involved, just it's you, just like you just get used to it, dude. It's like a five hundred bucks to get an oil changed. What? Yeah, but I mean, it, it lasts for like seventeen thousand miles. But still, and and a cracked windshield. Yeah. You know, twenty five hundred bucks for a new windshield, and it had to come from the UK. I, I think cracked this thing. In, a German car, right? Uh, uh, English English car. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. It was. It, it happened in July. I I'm, as soon as I got back from the trip, I took it in, and they're like, "All right, we'll we'll get it ordered and all that," and and have it until October. And now this, uh, the, what happened with my car going to that closing? You were there for that
0: oh, the damn parking garage. Uh, yeah, but, Pat was pulling out of his parking garage and hit uh, his backup camera on the the roof of the garage.
1: Took off my took off part of my roof, but uh, that happened last March. Oh, that happened last March, and I just was able, like, I I turned it in. I was gonna say you like did all the shit, and it yeah. Just turned it in, long? and it just they it finally got it finally got all the parts in that they needed, and then they're like, well, we're not taking any, you know, defenders until January of twenty four. So I'm like, well, what's the earliest that I can get it in? And luckily, it worked out perfectly because you know going out of town and and I like rental car stuff and all that, so it worked out perfectly timing wise. Um, so it should be ready when I get back from from California. And I can just pick it up and go with it. And then, like I said, there's enough equity in it that I'm just going to turn around and and I can get a forerunner without a payment. And I'm just eliminating (laughs) a whole car payment, which is going to be nice. So That's the move, bro. So Good call. All
0: right, let's get on to our next one. Uh, Industry. Lose no time. Be always employed in something useful. Cut
1: off all unnecessary actions. So basically using your time wisely and cutting out activities that, that don't, Basically, aren't moving in you in a direction. Hundred percent, moving forward. I was having a kind of. Well, I mean, first thing that comes to
0: my head for this. I mean, I guess business would be the first thing. Like, I mean, we we kind of apply this to all, all aspects of our life, I think. But first, that I, I mean, the first one that comes to my head is I was just having a conversation with um my new the guy I have on my team, um you know, and talking about kind of dollar producing activities versus, yeah. um versus like just busy work or like right. playing business or whatever you want to call it. Like he was, uh, you know, this is kind of his first week that he's like really getting after it and doing like, right. like a big kind of list of things to do. And, uh, one of them was, I was like, dude, I think I want you to jump on this. Um, I have this circle dialing program where you can pull up the phone numbers to a neighborhood, like pull up, you know, find a listing that just sold, you know, and probably ideally a, you know, t- there would be good news that you would ex- be excited to hear of house down the street from you sold for this price or right. something. And I and call the neighborhood and let them know about the price, let them know what happened and you know, see if there's any, see if they know of anybody in the neighborhood looking to sell. Right. That's basically the script. Yeah. Um, and he called me, he's like, dude, I just got a I just got a good lead. I'm like, that's Man. awesome. I'm like, fuck. He's like, dude, pumped. Yeah, I might have my first uh my first good lead. Yeah. I mean, I'm about, you know, I was like, dude, I want you to hit 500 dials all week. Yeah. You know, it, you can get through about hundred dials an hour. So I'm yeah. like, dude, it's five hours of calling. Like, that's that's right. like you know, it's a fair amount. Um, but he called me this morning, he's like all pumped up. That's but awesome. I was like, dude, see I like this. I was like, this is a dollar producing activity for what we do for the business, right. like for work. Like, yeah, I know because he was like, man, I need to get like my LLC set up and I need to get my uh, business cars and I need to get all the, you know, I'm like, he's like, you know, I was like, I mean, yes, you need to do those things. Save
1: that for when, for later in the I day. I was like, bro, like, 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 let's get some business first. Right. Like,
0: let's get some, you know, let's get some money coming in the door right now because right. like, you know, you're, you know, he said, I mean, I think he could technically still go back to his job, but I don't think he, he's like wanting to make. Money doing this, I'm like, well, bro, you need to. If that's your goal is to not go back to this job, then you need to do the dollar producing activities. Right, like you know, you need to be making your calls, you need to be hosting open houses, you need to be doing all these things where you're getting to meet either property owners or people looking to buy real estate, right. buy, sell, or invest. You need to like be those. You need, those are the people you need to be looking for and targeting those people and figuring out how you can help them. Right, and like that is that's the the fastest thing to make, to like put money in your pocket doing this business in, in this business. So like, if you're wanting, you know, to get some income coming in the door, like that's the best way to do it in this business. Right. So, um, yeah. you know, I was like, so I think that kind of goes into this where you, you know, do, do spend your time usefully. Like yeah. you spend time doing dollar producing activities mm-hmm. or, you know, if it's anything that's going to
1: improve you as a person, right, you like know,
0: going to the gym. Yep. Great. You know, it's, it's like the time really, I mean, well, it's the only really time that I guess I spend that are not like productive time, but I would even almost say it is productive time because it's like time that Gina and I actually hang out and like mm. kind of always been our thing is like we've always got shows we're watching or a right. movie, like we always just love watching movies and shows and stuff. So, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, that's really the only time that I'm like, I wouldn't say like doing something like pretty productive. You know, I mean,
1: it's just a different aspect of your life, you 100%. know, you're filling up the bank with. I mean, what does what the, the love language book call it? Your love bank. Yeah. you're filling up your love bank. Filling up my love <laughs> bank. Yeah. So, um,
0: all right. Well, next one. Uh, sincerity. sincerity. Use no hurtful deceit. Think innocently
1: and justly, and if you speak, speak accordingly.
0: What does that mean? So, as he ran a newspaper <laughs> for
1: many years, Franklin understood the power of spreading rumors and manipulating the public through the news. Therefore, he set his virtue in his list, This virtue in his list to never forget and speaking the truth and being honest are vital for a healthy society. Man, I feel like that needs to be like posted everywhere. And yeah. uh, I mean, it's, it's especially like everything just seems so divided. Yes, and I feel
0: like it's just the nature of our society right now. You know, with this election coming up and all these other things and then like you just, you just never know what to believe. That's the, the hard thing about the media these days. No. Yeah.
1: You just, Right. And that's that's the sad thing is you don't know what's true and what's not. And
0: What I do love is that, I mean, we are seeing the viewership significantly down on these big media platforms, you know, like the big, you know, whatever you want to call them, you know, the ones that have been kind of, that people used to trust. And then, I mean, over the last couple of years, I think that people's faith, faith in those companies has gone down significantly and it's independent media, like, you know the big podcasts that are out there, like you right. know your Joe Rogans, your Theo Vaughns, yep. your Tucker Carlson's, mm-hmm. your you know you name it. Whoever it is, right. you know whatever whatever side of the aisle you you know you're on, it's those are what I think most people are gravitating towards because I can't stand whenever I watch any of that stuff. It's just the the constant bombardment with with ads and like, you know, the their sponsors and like it's just they're they're being like kind of puppeteered it seems, yeah. you know, in what to say. They're not, right. not actually saying what they truly believe. Um that's why I like I I've always I've never been a big like news watcher, but I've been a big podcast consumer for about a decade. And right. like, that's my source of and that's how I get all my news. Right. You know, either that or social media. But even going back to social media, like you can always believe everything no. you see on there, bro. No.
1: You know? But also and then tying it into business, I mean, like just when you're sincere and you, it comes across that way, your business is going to flourish. You know, you're, you're, you know, it's caring for people and taking their, their what they're wanting and their feelings into account for everything. Um, I mean, really just in anything that you do, be sincere, be, have that like, Hey, you know what? I want to help. I care about what you're going through, you know, what can I do to be there for you? How can I be there for you? Um, especially like business or personal life or anything. Um, but just do it in a way that's, that's honest and do it in a way that's, that's portraying that you care. That's how I, that's how I take this. And like I said, I, I think if we had more people that were living life this way, we'd be in a much better place right now. I agree. So, um,
0: all right. Justice.
1: All right. Justice. Justice. Wrong none by doing, wrong no one by doing injuries or omitting the benefits that are your duty. Hmm. The way they spoke and wrote back then is just. It's tough. (laughs) It's tough. tough. (laughs) This virtue is present in
0: almost all value systems around the world in history. It tells us to do the right thing by ourselves and by others. In other words, you're not hurt people in any way and strive to help
1: others when you are in a position to do so. I feel like seven like, and eight kind of tie into one another. Definitely. You know, yeah. so, but yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, treat like the golden rule. Treat yeah, others the way you want to be. be treated. Yep. I mean, that's kind of his um, moderation
0: this is our next one. Number nine, avoid extremes
1: Forbear resenting injuries so much as you think they deserve. All this virtue seems to be very similar to temperance. It expands the concept beyond food and drink. I think Franklin saw temperance as related to overeating and over drinking as the most critical type of moderation but to that end he continued to advocate moderation in all aspects of life as leading a harmonious existence would be the only way to live in a balanced life. Absolutely. I mean yeah, it's it, I think you know I feel like we kind of dove into this already when we were talking about temperance cuz like I said it's just food and drink where we were tying it into pretty much everything which is moderation so? Yeah, I think it's everything in life, man. Yeah, like
0: everything you can overdo it on just about everything. Oh, yeah. you know, there's very few things that I think everything you can overdo. Like yeah. even fitness, you can over, you can Absolutely. definitely overdo the fuck out of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean we can definitely overeat. I mean, obviously food, drink—that's an easy one to you know kind of go over on. I mean, we can spend too much time working, and then our, our relationships are right. going to suffer. Like there's Absolutely. all these things yeah. that you know you got to figure out balance. I mean, it's easier said than done, but like, well, and the it's fuck out. Same good.
1: thing. It's like when people let fame get to their head or that power gets mm-hmm. to them. You know, it's you know, tail it, tail it, nurse, bring it back a little bit. You know, yeah. um, you know, be almost like uh, what, 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 what's the word that I'm trying to think of? Um, <clears throat> uh, not. Just, God, I'm trying. Uh, what's the opposite of being cocky? Um. Humble, humble, yeah. Have humility. humility. Humility is what I'm thinking of, Yeah, for sure. You know, so
0: you want to be, be humble. You know, do us, do a, do something really difficult all the time. No, oh, yeah. Like if you well, find out sure. that you're not anything.
1: Absolutely. You no,
0: know? that's why I think all you know, the stuff that we do helps so much with everything. Yeah, you know, all the hard workouts and stuff. Right, just makes just makes everything in life better. I think.
1: Agreed. Cleanliness. Cleanliness
0: tolerate no uncleanliness in body clothes or habitation.
1: I think you've touched on this before about like how you leave, when you leave the house, like yeah, you I never rarely, know who you're going to run into. I
0: rarely leave the house in sweats. Like if I am, it's, it's like, I'm just running to like the grocery store or something. But like, even that, I feel like, God, I hope I don't run into somebody I know, you yeah. know, like I just always feel so much better if I'm, if I'm sort of put together. Yeah. You know, like I don't ever want to like look disheveled right. or like, like someone who, Doesn't have it all together, right? I'm not saying like I show up everywhere in a suit, but like just a clean pair of jeans and a you know a shirt that's not wrinkled, and I feel like a normal person. You know, just
1: taking respect in yourself and respecting what you have and where you're from and what you're coming from, and and as well as respect for others. I mean, like I'll wear wear sweats to when it comes to like doing physical activities, like going to the gym or going to a baseball practice or a hockey game or something like that. But if I'm going out and about, like then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna look nicer Don't look the part you right. know
0: just like you know I, alex always said dress for your part I and mean, when i was getting started in real estate you know like dress for your price point you know and i and i kind of take that into like just about everything else i do in life you know like, right dress for dress for the occasion dress for the group of people you're around you know like, right you know but you've also said it never hurts to be the best dressed and i I could agree with that true. you know <laughs> you, That's never, true. you never look like a fool if you're the no. best dressed so unless you're you know i think I think in all cases, that's the bad. That's true. So, yeah. Um, next, tranquility. Be not disturbed at trifles or at accidents common or unavoidable. Um. You know, self-control. Yeah. I mean, I'll be, you know, kind of that stoicism. You know, that's the way I kind of like look at this is like being able to, when you get upset, think about, you know, what's going on versus like just reacting.
1: Right. Like, like the master of your feelings and emotions. Yeah. You know, being able to control that. Emotional, having that emotional intelligence and awareness, you know, things are going to happen in life that are going to frustrate you and make you upset, and it's how you react to them that is going to define who you are. Um, and it's just one of those things. Like, if if it's out of my control, like, what's why am I going to waste energy being upset or mad about it? Like, yeah, it might frustrate me. collect yourself, take a couple deep breaths. Why is it frustrating you? Okay, well, somebody didn't do their job. Okay. Well, going back like, Jocko's extreme ownership, ownership you know, could like, well, what could I have done so that person was prepared for it, you know, and then take accountability for your actions and talk to that person if that that didn't do their job to understand what happened. And, and, but you can't get upset or mad at somebody like that. So, yeah. Um I don't know. I it just, like, I take being like tranquility is just being calm. Yeah. Being, being calm, calm person, not, not calm, you cool, know, reacting,
0: collected. you know, like that's definitely something I could be better at sometimes. And then I work on it for sure, but like not. All right. When well, something bad happened All right, let's just think about it. What do we gotta, what do we gotta do before we respond to this? Like, oh, yeah. How do I, how do I want to respond? And like, you know, I'm I'm big on the box press. Yeah, yeah. yeah, four four second inhale, four second hold, four four second, out, four, out hold. four hold. Yep, and then, you know I'll do a couple of those anytime I'm feeling a little a uh, little
1: unin- get that heart rate down and yeah. level everything out. But like, I mean, that's the thing too is it, uh, emotional intelligence should be taught. Like, it's not, you know, you, it's a it's a that's something that you learn, and I think you're seeing it now more and more like you, if you follow any parenting thing on social media, it's all about teaching your kids how to understand emotion, which is way different than how you and I were raised. Like that wasn't something that was really taught, you know, especially being men you're taught. You're not allowed to have emotions. Well, that's bullshit because we do. And it not, you know, and being told not to have emotions, well, how are you going to learn how to handle those emotions? You're just going to bury them. That's no good either. Yeah, man, so
0: I, I feel like, uh, you know, I, I feel like my parents were always really, I, I never got like shunned for showing emotion. Like, I feel like my dad, my dad's a very, I would say is like a pretty like emotionally intelligent guy, yeah. you know, like he was always, you know, real big on like talking, talking about everything and stuff. So right. I definitely never had that like Pressure of like this is the way to be you know like mm-hmm. we, we don't cry in this house that was definitely not my dad yeah um which i mean I'm, i guess i'm, th- I'm thankful that right. i grew up like that you know but there are some qualities that i i definitely you know find that i i'm and, and i've worked on this over the years but like i bottle things up before right. i get you know and i'll you know i end up just exploding one day so i have a bad i, I feel like there's times where i get upset i just get quiet you know yeah. and uh i could be better about talking about that but-
1: i'm the same way um you know i, I kind of retreated myself but at the same time like i've real honestly since like i started going to therapy and talking with my therapist and sure and knows. having oh absolutely i've been shoot i've been going since shoot going on three years now and you know like i in him we have these conversations he's like pat you know what to do like this is all stuff like i learned with baseball like you can't let your in baseball let your emotions to you because if you do your whole performance is fucked. And so like this whole thing, like my like I'll I give credit to you know my pitching coach this guy's like my older brother now and and we sit there and you know when I was younger he was like Pat you have to control this. You have to understand what this emotion is, where it's coming from why you're feeling it so that you can have better understanding of everything And yeah, it it, and it did. It really, truly helped, and it allowed me to exceed in baseball because I was able to control those motions. And then talking about it in therapy, my therapist was like, "Yeah, man, you 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 know how to do it. You just have to get back to doing it again." And that's something like when you stop doing it, you know, you have to relearn everything. And and that was kind of where I was at at that point. And I can guarantee you, anybody that you talked to prior to that time in my life. Would say that you know I was very reactive, and afterwards now, you know, I'm a lot calmer. Like it's funny because there's you know at work there's times where I would get really frustrated with shit that was out of my control, and still to this day there's people <laughs> that are in our ops side of things that'll be like, oh shit, Pat's gonna get pissed, and then <laughs> th- about this and and then all of a sudden like they're calling me and telling me this and like stay calm, it's gonna be okay. okay. Like, Is everything's gonna be? Okay? I'm like. Cool guys, like hey, I I I got I I get it. It's out of our control. It is what it is. Here, we just got to move on from it and be better about it next time. Like, and they're like, wait, are you? Are you feeling okay? Yeah, (laughs) you all right? How's your temperature? (laughs) So, I got
0: that fucking thing back on. (sighs) All right, messing with the mic stand there. Sorry about that. Um, No worries. All right, we'll get into our next one. Uh, Chastity rarely use viriny, but for health. Or offspring never to dullness, weakness, or the injury of your own or uh, others' piece. piece of reputation.
1: In today's world, pres- promiscuity. Pres- promiscuity no longer has the same weight as it had in the 17th century. Nonetheless, the virtue of being faithful and not using people for sex still stands. Franklin added his this virtue to his list as he struggled with sex addiction for a long time and felt the need to keep himself in check. And that, like, I mean, shit, Tiger Woods. Yeah, you know that, that's a recent example. And then, you know, obviously, you know, sex is great, sure. But when, <laughs> but when it comes to hurting other people, obviously, like or using people for it, like that's terrible, sure. And you know, I've I've always taken pride in the fact that I've like I've always been in check in that aspect. I mean, for me, like sex is great, but it's not like. There's got to be emotion tied to it for it to be really good. Yeah. So like the whole one night stand thing, like, I kind a lot of guys that I play baseball with and stuff like that, but like proud to say that I've never had a one night stand. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things like it's, I don't know. People can get really hurt by stuff like that or feel used. And especially with now with, you know, rape, like with the rape culture that's come about from all this, like, I mean, it's like, come on dudes. Like it's fucked up. Control yourself. Like, yeah. So, yeah.
0: I mean, I, I can't say that. I mean, I've, I've been, I've been with the same woman for 13 years and yeah. I've been faithful the whole time. So, I mean, it's, I don't have much to like really say on this. Like I can't empathize with anybody that's ever like, you know, been unfaithful or whatever. Cause it's just like, I just don't understand how you could do that. No. Like if you're, Really feel that way? You need to have a conversation with your, your you know, person another, yeah. and like, you know, and like, figure that out. But yeah, I, uh, I don't know. This one, I, I definitely agree that this is a great virtue. So, um, and the last oh, one we've already mentioned this. Yeah, one. I was like, we already <laughs> talked about this one, but, um, humility, uh, imitate Jesus
1: and Socrates. As a high achiever, Franklin also struggled with humility. Although he understood it, he frequently felt that he was not living up to it. Jesus and Socrates are the epitome of humility, so Benjamin Franklin set, set them up as a personal example for himself in his quest to maintain a humble demeanor. So, yeah, we we talked about this before, you yeah. know. But yeah, be humble. You know, that's like it's. It's very easy to be like let success get to your head, um, and and that's that's one of the things that I, I love about working with you and having become friends with you is like you're super successful, but you're one of the most humble people I know. And you and I have had this conversation a few times about certain things about our industry and and the, like being humble and like one of the reasons why I enjoy working with you and having getting gotten to know you better like you're very successful at what you do. You're very very good at what you do, but you are extremely humble. And that's not the case for a lot of people within this business in this industry. Um, and it's unfortunate, but yeah,
0: it's, it's real easy to, you know, kind of want your, your success in this business. I think you can kind of tell everybody how great you are. Mm -hmm. Or you can talk about how many million dollars, how many millions of dollars worth of real estate you sold. And, you know, I mean, you can, be average in this business and, and and live a pretty good life and kind of flex right. and do all the keeping up with the Joneses stuff we've talked right. about where you drive the big fancy car and mm-hmm. go out of the big fancy house. But and I'm just I don't know, man. I'm just a just a normal dude from South County, yeah. man. I just I I just like to work hard Right. I like to I mean, fuck, I'm I'm not you know why I think I am humble is because I get my fucking ass kicked. Right. Five days a week. Uh, like, absolutely. I'm getting in the gym and like I'm getting my I am getting Submitted by people that are way bigger and better right. and stronger than me all the time. So I just constantly reminded that I am not shit. Right. So, oh, yeah. That's why, and I think that that directly, you know, would kind of it rubs off into the real estate realm a right. little bit too. Just because I'm like, man, I know I'm not the, the biggest baddest agent in town. Yeah. You know, like I'm a, you know, I've been doing this a couple of years. I'm decent at it. I've you know made a great living doing it. But like I know that there's I got more shit to learn for sure. Right. So um, I feel like I learned stuff on every deal, and I've gotten better with you know, as I've got, as I've grown in this business and I I think I'm going to continue to get better. So,
1: yeah. uh, no doubt, no doubt about that. Yeah. I mean, for me, um, you yeah. know, growing up, you know, with baseball and everything, like once like I got to college and I was, I was cocky. Sure. Um, yeah, you know, okay. I had that, you know, had a really good baseball scholarship. I was talking to a lot of pro teams out of high school, had the opportunity to sign out of high school. Um, you know, a lot of things like that. And I came in with a little bit of cockiness to me and I got humbled very, very quickly, you know. Um, And so I learned from there, I'm like, dude, just keep your fucking mouth shut. Just, hey, you let your, let your actions speak louder than your words. Sure. And I mean, it still carries on to this day. Like, honestly, like you won't see, like if you were to look through like the list of top producers in our region and things like that. You're not going to see my name on there because everything I do is part of the team and you're going to see my business partner's name. Like it's going to show up even though the business goes in my name, but as our, like, I don't need that recognition. I, I like the people that, the people that are important, know who I am. Anybody else like it, I don't need that. Right. You know, it's just, and so I'm okay with flying under the radar and, and it's one of those things It's it's, you know, I don't know. It just you're not going to see me po- like I could every week, every month posting top producer and stuff like that. But <coughs> it's just not who I am. And then and, and maybe when I was in high school, I would have been all for it, but you know, yeah. life humbles you and you learn quick. And that's the thing about this business is, you know, be humble, be, it, it, I don't know. It, it's just white belt mentality. Yeah. That's
0: the way I look at it. You know, your beginner's mentality, you're always, I'm always trying to learn, you know, I'm always trying to, um, I'm never, I never think I know it all. Right. Like, I don't care what it is. Well, that's
1: the thing is once you start like, and that was my problem was like, I got to that point point I was cocky and I stopped learning. And I think that's a problem when like when you're humble and you're in, and then like I'm constantly learning. i take an hour almost every day to try and learn something new within this business so I can be better. It's awesome. And if I, you know, if you get cocky, then you're, you're taking that away from yourself And that's not something that like you always say, if you're not growing, you're dying. And I think in order for you to be able to have that mentality, you have to be humble. You can't be cocky because once you're cocky, you feel like you've made it. You're, you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to be right where you're at when, or get worse because you think (laughs) you're the shit and you don't think any, like you just, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I I think it's very, very important. Couldn't have, couldn't have been a better last virtue to put on the list. I agree. So, I think
0: that's a good spot to end it.
1: Ben Franklin, yeah. you are a very wise human being. <laughs> There's a reason they put you on the $100 bill.
0: Isn't he on the 100
1: Is it the 100 Yeah, the Benjamins. Yeah, the Benjamins. the Benjamins. Yeah, All about the Benjamins. All
0: about the Benjamins. Yeah, he's on the 100 There's a reason they put you on the, on yeah. the C-note, baby. Yeah. Good old Benny, no. Benny Frank. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, that'll conclude today's episode. Uh, remember, um, tell a friend if you guys enjoyed the show. Like, subscribe. Also, Remember it, this month in February we are doing the book club uh the 92
1: how to talk to people and build relationships yep. 92 tricks 92 tricks for a better successful relationship.
0: Thank you Pat, yes. appreciate that. Um remember to tell your friends, like, subscribe. We will see you guys on
1: Thursday. See you. Later.